talk Tongle to me. Hey guys, welcome to Talk Tongle with me. I am your host, Caleb Van Voris, and this week on the show we have uh, a, a really cool group, a really cool production team, uh, Cardinal Collective, who, uh, if you don't know, and you're a Tongle follower, you've been living under a rock, they're... Uh, Number, I'm going to brag about them a little bit before I introduce them. Number 38 of all time in production on Tongle. Number two in the past year in production on Tongle. So they've been really putting the pedal to the metal in the past year there. And uh, they were nominated for two Tongis at this most recent Tongis for Video of the Year and Best Long Form Video. So uh, welcome to John and Riley of Cardinal uh, Collective. Sorry, I forgot the second word. Welcome, guys. Where's man? Thanks for having us. Yeah, we did, thanks, man. We did not know that we were number two for the year. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna have a huge following now. But uh, no, thank you guys for uh, taking the time to talk to me. I mean, to start off, just tell me a little bit about Cardinal Collective and you got how you guys got started in in film or the, your little uh, backstory. Yeah, definitely. Cardinal Collective is pretty fresh. Uh, we started up just last fall. Uh, both John and I had been. Oh, okay. John and I had both been doing the classic freelance thing, uh, just all over the place, doing weddings, doing short commercials for local clients, doing whatever shows, uh-huh. whatever things we could get on. Um, just realized that we were, you know, ten ninety nine, ten ninety nine in each other so much every year that we should probably oh, just right. start working together and yeah. make, make, the, it, make official. it official. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So how long have you known each other then? Gosh, well, we so we went to college back in Virginia together. That's where we met, um, and you know we were both freelancing in Virginia for a couple of years, or well, actually longer than that, and uh, around DC. And uh, I mean, yeah, met in college. So I don't know how many years ago was that for? <laughs> five. Like five years. Ago. Yeah, five years ago. Both doing like film or like I don't know marketing or something there. Uh, yeah, we were like I said, both freelance, but in both of us had kind of aligned with uh, a couple different companies that we worked with a lot. Um, but we're, I mean, writing right. completely on our own. And just a lot of times we would have projects that were uh, kind of coming through on our own. Like we'd be doing a promotion for someone and we would just be hiring each other out because we worked together really well right. as that two-person team. Um, but then both had always kind of wanted to step it up and try and get in the commercial space. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then uh, well, very cool. that was Virginia. And then Riley made a decision <laughs> that he wanted to move out to Colorado. And that's where... Uh, I ended up following him out here about eight months ago. So we've been, that's when Cardinal kind of kicked into actual official gear. And we started the LLC together out here in Denver. And uh, well, we're closer to Boulder, actually. But yeah, we're in Colorado. Okay. Um, so what, what was the choice to go to Colorado? Like, was it because of uh, Cardinal or? I think it was definitely a multitude of factors. I know I made the leap first. Uh, but for me, it was some family, some of actual just like lifestyle and what it's like out here. But after working in DC for a while, DC kind of felt not necessarily stagnant, but it wasn't the most promising, uh, commercial film city. Right. I bet in DC, there's like a lot of corporate and political, yeah. kind of like, <laughs> a lot of corporate, a lot of, I mean, like, a lot of events, a lot of stuff that, I mean, there's a lot of work uh, to be had, yeah. but it's not as exciting as the stuff that we wanted to be doing. And to me, Colorado had, right. you can, you know, cheat basically any location you want, except for the beach in Colorado. <laughs> and uh, we've seen a lot of- And have like a beautiful background for like pretty easily. Yeah. Much more fun place to live than DC. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> so then where did the name uh i'm gonna ask where the name cardinal collective come from like does that mean something or were you guys just like bird <laughs> <laughs> yeah it means something uh we we did a great little like 24-hour brainstorm session of you know no bad ideas let's throw out every single word we can think yeah, of go that, through the whole alphabet yeah maybe has something to do with something maybe doesn't <laughs> Um, and then we have one other guy that we work with a lot that we just threw up. I was like, Hey, do you have any ideas? And he came back with, I think three. And the first was Cardinal. He's like, you know, Virginia, it's the state bird. Oh, Cardinal collective. That's got yeah. a good ring to it. We like the consonants. We like, yeah, let's do it. Why did we brainstorm so long? <laughs> <laughs> no, it does have a good ring to it. And you know, it, it I don't know, sticks out as, as memorable. So that, so that's pretty cool. Um, all right, so so you guys go out to Colorado, you make Cardinal Collective, and then how how'd you guys get into Tongo then? O'Reilly had found it years ago in Virginia, and uh, we actually did a couple projects in Virginia, um, one for Turtle Wax. Um, you might have done some others before that as well, but uh, he kind of showed me what was up, <laughs> and I, I don't know how did you how did you stumble on it? I just found it online at some point, and then. <laughs> just started pitching wildly when I first got on. I was like, oh, this is so right. exciting. You have access to gigs that, you know, never really knew you'd be able to pitch to and was, I mean, definitely yeah, for sure. feverish and going for things that were way out of my league. But Turtle Wax was the first one, and that was 2015. Um, and that was just on my own, but brought John on to that one mm -hmm. as well. Um, and then ever since that one. So I had, so I did, I was checking out your guys. I was reading up. I was doing my, uh, you know, research before the interview. So that, that Turtle Wax one's pretty cool. It's like a bunch of, you know, close-up shots for, for everyone out there in podcast land who hasn't seen it. It's like a bunch of close-up shots of like, you know, this, I guess, uh, you know, guy and dog and girlfriend camping and pretty much getting the car all dirty and then like clean it off with this, this Turtle Wax stuff. Right? Or you, I don't know. You guys can you know talk to it better than I can. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a full series. We only that's the one that we have on our site right now. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was just like four videos, and they're all that kind of like kinetic close up of you know how people are getting their cars dirty yeah. uh, in fun ways, mm -hmm. and then short form. Yep, cleaning it up with turtle wax. <laughs> <laughs> just cleaning it. Yeah, we did, we did. So one on is a it? racetrack and uh, in Virginia as well with a little Miata we bought for this shoot. <laughs> it was, oh, what? That was a, that was a good time. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah. So is turtle wax actually like a, a wax? Yeah, it was a series, a series of products. So it was different. It had four different products. So it was four different videos for the different products and what they did. Uh, so only one okay. was the actual like conventional car wax that you think of and the rest were like interior okay, cleaners okay. and soaps and stuff but we just came up with scenarios that made sense for how people actually get their cars dirty and use those products that's cool that does make sense because i i i don't know i originally only knew it was a wax and so then like um when i saw like the guy in the commercial like spraying down the radio with it i was like oh my god like he's spraying wax on his radio but uh now that makes sense now i will say i became a convert after doing that commercial that interior like dashing glass stuff i'd never really been good at cleaning my car 
but uh, we have a Honda Element is what we use for production most of the time. And I can spray down like uh-huh. the entire inside of the car. It's all plastic. So, yeah, so. <laughs> I've, I've used up basically the entire uh-huh. the product they send for that project. Oh, it worked. Actually, convinced you guys. Now you guys are loyal, loyal customers. Yeah, yeah because yeah. of it, <laughs> they at least got two new customers out of it. So successful. <laughs> no, I will say it looked it looked very shiny and uh, you know clean interior. So it looks like it was. Well, that's cool. So at that point, were you guys? That was before you guys. I guess were technically cardinal collective then yeah he he directed it and 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 i i dp'd it for him uh except for the one that i ended up driving the miata in (laughs) but uh yeah we 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 worked together on it and uh but it was his his kind of baby and then that's when we that's kind of when we were kicking it into the next gear of like man we're really enjoying working together and unless we should we should pitch together we should work on projects together from beginning to end you know and And that was just because john was a badass race car driver and i didn't know anyone else (laughs) yeah i mean if film production ever doesn't work out for you you can go into racing cars apparently yes (laughs) that's the plan honestly (laughs) (laughs) um so then are you guys doing and and always you know not to delve too deep into your like you know business plans whatever but are you guys at the point where you're just doing tongle stuff like full time no i mean it's a pretty healthy mix right now um i know for a while like when we were first getting into it tongle was our biggest gigs i mean they were we were right stepping up from the freelance world mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of everyone knows like word of mouth is how you get a lot of the work so we kept getting that same um lower level local stuff and tongle was just us starting to reach into the bigger commercials and the bigger projects uh, but since yeah getting some of that tongle work and officially combining and trying to sell cardinal collective as the bigger company we've been able to get uh, a good amount of like bigger commercial projects coming through that we've been staying busy yeah and then that for sure has been like to- getting the bigger tongle gigs surely like launched us into a different type of work level and uh stuff for stuff outside of tongle you know um yeah, for sure. I mean, I've a lot of the people I've talked to, you know, after they kind of break through that, I mean, exactly what you guys were saying, that kind of like, you know, glass ceiling or whatever into that next level of production, then it seems like, you know, you're able to, I don't know, you know, present yourself as more of that level, you know, kind of commercials and like, yeah. Yeah, Tonga was the first one to trust us with like a big budget to make things happen. And after you prove that you can do that, it's a lot easier to keep going in that realm for sure for sure yeah, yeah for sure um have you guys pitched on much lately on tongle yes we've been <laughs> definitely pretty <active laughs> on, on pitching for stuff like i said we try and keep it a little more directive now where it's we need to have a project that we feel good about and is in the right space for what we want to be doing we're not trying to go too crazy and pitch for absolutely everything that comes in yeah yeah and that goes right. on like a budget level, but also yeah, mostly a mostly a topical kind of level. I mean, we really really enjoy car stuff, and whether that's you know stories around cars or um, like doc style, or if it's like just make this car look beautiful. I think we both, for some reason, really enjoy working in the car space. So that's something we're definitely yeah. pitching towards. Well, I saw you guys uh, GMC one too, and that was a really cool little series of. I don't know who was, was that like an actor you guys got or was that? Yeah. What you, um, what you talk about? <laughs> yeah. That is Jason Fenske of engineering explained. This dude is awesome. <laughs> He's a YouTube star that, uh, I had reached out to, I think like four or five years ago when his channel was first starting. Uh, cause at the time I was like, uh-huh. I got to get into YouTube. Like I want to work with someone who has good content and try and 
uh, make him bigger. And I just yeah. like, talked to him a couple times back then. And this project came up and GMC was doing, it was their in-market videos. So stuff for like cars.com and their website, you know, people who are already mm-hmm. interested in the cars who want to learn more about the features. I was like, man, like Jason would be great. They want some way to sell it up, but like they can't afford like a big celebrity or big actor in that sense. Right. But someone who has like a little following and is good in front of the camera. Yeah. And it's direct his... automotive following, you know? So it's like absolutely a sales pitch for us, you know, to be able to have him on board. Yeah. Cause he's got a million followers on Facebook and I think a million subscribers on YouTube. So he's got a huge following, oh, but it's still, he's just a guy in his bedroom that makes these videos. And so he was, with a whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> so he's totally open to talk to us. Like, yeah. I mean, that's sounds cool. I'll, that's crazy huh yeah that was a Very that was a cool. big project for us and it was one that like launched me moving out to colorado to join riley out here because once when we got that that was september last year and that's in the fall we just we started shooting and it was a straight seven days of production and uh it was yeah it was our biggest job to date for sure like it was uh jumping into that next level which which helped a lot and that was a great project yeah yeah definitely it looks it um and then you guys I mean, all right. So I guess we'll go ahead and we'll we'll go ahead and jump to the uh, the big one here, the uh, the Nissan fan fuel traditions, which is kind kind of another car brand commercial. I guess there wasn't too much cars in it, but I mean that video was awesome. Like, I I don't know, that was incredible. That's a that was a really fun one, and like I tell a lot of people, when you start with. The baseline content is people jumping out of planes. Uh, it's a pretty. <laughs> you can't screw it up. Yeah, you can only make <laughs> it's it gonna more be exciting. a cool video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just point the camera in the right direction and you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, but that that was an awesome weekend. They had, I mean, it was a lot of planning. They are pretty strict because it's on Air Force Academy is basically like a base. It's really strict with getting on and getting um, our extra camera ops and everyone on to film was kind of a big ordeal and there was only the one the one home game that we were available for was all we had to film so trying to cram it all into one weekend was crazy but mm-hmm. when just right in the middle that oh you realize like hey i'm sitting on a plane with a bunch of <laughs> like air force best jumpers and then that happened to be the navy game so there's a bunch of navy seals that were jumping with them too it's like i'm getting paid for this oh, this wow. is our job like this is incredible <laughs> that, that we sweet. this is crazy yeah this is what you're getting like paid to do yeah yeah man yeah so for again those people who haven't seen it it's a it was a little series nissan did about college uh you know sports traditions and this one is air force at their football games a bunch of uh you know um air force skydivers and i guess apparently navy navy ones too were jumping out of a plane uh so they got to like go up who was up in the plane with them we got to both we we did like a test jump in the morning Luckily, because I was the guy who was stuck on the field to film them like landing, and so I was really jealous of Riley getting to go up. But I, was, oh, I, I got yeah. I got a flight in in the morning, which is awesome, and like oh, it was so crazy. <laughs> they open the bay door, and you're just like wearing a little seatbelt, like dinky seatbelt. It's all loose so that you can lean out the window and you know hold your hold the oh, camera out, haul the, all the way out. The camera strapped in with like a really weak nylon rope. to, yeah. the, <laughs> to the rail. Yeah, I'd be so scared of like dropping. Like, well, there goes, you know, $10,000 or whatever. <laughs> um, so did you guys, uh, so I was watching it. Did you guys jump with them or was that GoPro that was on them? The actual footage we of tried that? so hard. We were schmoozing <laughs> to see if they would let us do a tandem or something. 
They said you basically have to be like a partner with a general to uh, get a tandem jump as a civilian. Uh, um, but they yeah, that makes sense. They had I mean the one of the Navy guys that was there that weekend. Uh, they said his full time job is like aerial cinematographer. I don't know what he called it, but he's worked on like Fast and the Furious and stuff like that, where he straps a red oh to God. his helmet. Um, but our our person wasn't allowed to wear more than a GoPro, so we strapped a GoPro up. And yeah, I mean, again, they're jumping out of a plane and falling to a stadium. It's incredibly exciting. It still looks fun from a GoPro. No, it's still yeah, it was still great footage. It was really cool. So was that one just you two as well? We had uh, us two just producing the whole piece as far as like the pre-pro uh, interviews with the staff members and stuff. And then uh, right. we were on site shooting alongside two other shooters as well that we had uh, hired out for the day. Good friends of ours here in Colorado. And um, yeah, uh, and then we edited it afterwards. So, you know, yeah, had some had some hands for the extra cams just because it was a one time thing. So we just want to make sure we had coverage. Yeah, definitely. On bigger, you know, bigger shots, you want to make sure you, and like you said, that was like your only chance to do it. So you you want to make sure you get it right. Um, and then, well, that was the video that was nominated for two Tongis and sent you guys to the Tongis. What did you think about? What did you think about that that event? So cool. <laughs> that was our first one for sure. That was a they put on a they put a party. You know, I mean, they have a good party. I mean, uh, it was awesome. And the I yeah, especially liked the amps in the the centerpiece uh, guitar amps <laughs> were like my favorite touch. What <laughs> <laughs> the tables made of it? I don't know. What do you think? It just felt cool to be treated special like that. Like we've never really done many award shows or gotten like that much love from basically a client. So it's like yeah, they're they're doing this for us because Tongo people are creating amazing things. So let's throw a party for them, and it was that was just fun. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think it's it's so cool that yeah they you know they set it all up, but they they recognize and like you know really I think take the time to appreciate all these people making the content for them. There's not many like I don't know companies out there that would do that for the people who work for them and stuff. So and to get to meet everybody else, you know, I mean uh, all the other people that were there nominated years ago and and the current nominees and everything. I mean it was just it was cool to put a face to all the names we see on all the other pitches and uh, people's other work, you know, getting to shake their hand and say, you know, that would love that, love that piece you did, you know, that was awesome. Yeah, and also getting to meet Tom yeah, for staff, because sure. we're, I mean, either working from Colorado or when we were working in Virginia, we really didn't get to meet many of the producers. Everything was just done online, so we didn't able to put a face to the name there. It was really yeah, fun, too. Yeah, that was, that was great, and visited the office yeah. and stuff, and that was just really a cool thing to see. Yeah, that I didn't. I don't think I got to meet you guys, but like, so I was out at the Tongis, and I felt like I met so many people. And then I also feel like there was even more people like I didn't get to meet. But, but I mean, next year, next year. Exactly. Oh, totally, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find. <laughs> What's next on your guys? Is there? I mean, I don't know if you can, if you want to talk about that. Do you have a project now that you're working on, or? Yeah, we're. Um... Well, we're in pre-pro for a couple, um, working with some nonprofits like the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, um, you know, doing some stories on their uh, people with cystic fibrosis and working with them to kind of tell, tell some stories for an event coming up. Um, that's one kind of smaller project that we're working on. We're also working on a, a brewery in Virginia. I have a contact uh, agency back in Virginia that we work with. And... Um, 
working on just like a branded 60 second spot for them, a third, a three minute brand promo, and then some short, uh, commercial spots that either make broadcast or web. Not really sure yet, but, um, yeah, kind of just, uh, all, all around <laughs> doing a lot of kinds of yeah. things, you know, uh, rallying, you want to add to that? <laughs> yeah. And just any time, like I said, if we see projects coming through that look like a good fit for us on Tongle, we've been pretty consistent at putting in pitches for that and just putting more effort into less pitches. Right. That makes sense. The last couple pitches I've seen have been like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, just almost just one kind of pitch winner, but for bigger projects, you know, like this, what is it? The Under Armour one that's up right now. It's like, you know, 80,000 or like the past, I don't know, the Hot Wheels one. Um, is another, you know, like these less winners, but like these big, you know, really cool projects. Yeah. I mean, Tongle's stepping up their game and they're starting to get huge stuff coming through and that's incredible and good for everyone involved at Tongle and all Definitely. the creators. Definitely. Are you guys doing the, uh, do you do stop motion? Are you doing any brick builders wrecking crew? I haven't seen that one. We don't do much stop motion stuff. That's yeah. We kind of we don't usually pitch for that that type of work. There's the people. Yeah, who kill I feel like there's some people who like specialize in that. Oh, totally. Yeah, some people do a really good job of that. I just remember seeing that at the Tongis and all of the reels before the awards and all of the animation and stop motion stuff that I saw coming through. Yeah. And again, because we don't do much of that, we hadn't tracked most of those projects, but. Man, they're putting out some incredible. There's some really, yeah, talented animators and and stop motion artists. Um, cool. Okay, so now's the little uh game game part of our show. It's the part of the show that's in high demand. Everyone's favorite throughout the nation. Two minutes or less would make a plan that will be a winning creation. I don't. You guys probably couldn't understand it. No one can ever understand the words, so uh, I always have to go back and explain. <laughs> it sounded like the uh, Irish drinking game on Who's Line. Yeah. So in, in so in two minutes or less, and this is just for fun. So we I like to do one that's either already like finished. Um, but I always say if we do come up with something great, I'll let you guys uh, actually submit it if you want. But in two minutes or less, we're gonna come up with uh, an actual, uh, an well, not an actual one, an idea for a uh, commercial, an open project, or well, a project that's on Tongo right now. So, uh, what if we do this, uh, the, uh, I don't know, which one would you guys want to do? So there's like, all right, you can do auto parts or a hair care tagline or a jewelry tagline. Let's go hair care. Cause that's what we know the hair least care. about. <laughs> that's what I know. Absolutely nothing about hair care. All right. Um, Okay, here it is. I don't know if you guys actually pitched or like submitted an idea on this, but we're going to come up with another one. Uh, I... All right, so a hair care tagline for millennials. Uh, okay, we got two minutes on the clock now. So we can kind of, you know, brainstorm about it first. Okay, wait, is the, uh, we haven't read this pitch yet. Is it just, is there a particular brand or is it just... The, they don't tell you the brand and they don't tell you like what the hair, like if it's like a shampoo or conditioner or like, I don't know. Okay, so millennial—I don't know, like whatever else hair products there are, but it's just targeted care. toward millennials and uh, like how do they break through the noise is what oh, they want. Oh man! So it's really open ended. 
Uh, cleaner, meaner, and safe for the steamer. There it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it rhymes. It's uh, <laughs> if, catchy. If we come I up with nothing might... else, we have something there. So that's, yeah. <laughs> and their mascot's like an emoji. Because that way it'll like target the... <laughs> All right, Riley. Which... It could be. Or not. I'm just brainstorming. <laughs> just uh, a tagline. Just uh, a tagline. How about for the man in your life and his bun? D- yeah, done. See, it could be for millennial man buns. It doesn't say women. Oh, it does say women. What Riley oh, does but say for the men and their wife and their life. <laughs> Cleaner, meaner. Safe for, the the of it? Safe for the steamer. I don't know if... Safe for the steamer and for the man. <laughs> I, think, I mean, I think that's a golden tagline. I think that'll sell a bunch of hair care products. <laughs> All right. Um, well, it's too bad that one's closed because that would definitely be a, a winner. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, I guess that wraps up most of what I just, you know, kind of wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about and, you know, hear about some of the projects you worked on. Uh, so if people want to go check out your stuff, it's cardinalcollective.tv, uh, TV, right? Yep. That's it. Yeah. We've yeah. got some stuff up there. Um, do you have anything else you guys want to plug or anything? That's a good question. Keep uh, this podcast up. I really want to... I want to hear more people uh, tell their stories and, and hear their two-minute pitches because I feel like I failed it. <laughs> I'm usually like a, sit on it for 24 hours and then come back at you. So, yeah, keep it going and uh, keep up with the game because oh, well, that's, that's fun to see I the pressure on. Yeah, and in, in future podcasts, I'm going to be like, if you guys want to hear an ideal uh, tagline, come back, go listen to the one with Cardinal Collective so it can give them an idea of like what's going Yeah, yeah, example pitches. There you go. Start using them. <laughs> No. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you guys so much again for you know uh, hanging out and talking for a little bit, and I look forward to seeing your guys' work both you know on and off Tongle, and uh, you know, good luck with everything. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. Appreciate the call. All right. Talk Tongle to me.